The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today. And the number here is 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816 251 3555 if you'd like to get in the queue um, for questions or readings. But I have a lovely guest today and I'm going to get right to her today. And are you ready for a life lift? Are you finding post-COVID or or as we come out of the COVID um, hibernation here that you're seeing life in a whole different way and you need some you need to look at life in a different way you just feel like you need a change and you just don't know where to begin uh, my next guest she has a wonderful book and a great way to get started with that um, holly eden murrow she's an author soul guide psychic medium and an energetic artist now i'm really mm-hmm. fascinated about the term energetic artist and soul guide so i want to hear more about that but hello holly welcome to the show Hello, Laura. Hello, everybody else who's joined us today. Yeah, thanks for being here. And um, thank you for sending you shared your book with me. And I got to say, this is a great book for anybody who's like needing to um, just don't know where to begin. Like they know they need a change in their life. But before we get there, I want to ask you, how did you get onto this path? Because you've got so many things on your so many things that you do. Um, How did you even begin on this path? Well, um, I pretty much I'd say at the age of four is when it kind of happened and this was just shortly after my mother had passed away and I was very much aware of spirit and it just kind of catapulted from there and you know most people who are intuitive as we all are but Mm -hmm. as we start seeing that showing up um, more and more in our lives some of us tend to suppress it or we don't have anywhere to share that right so Mm -hmm. you're kind of on your own path and um, there had been many times during my life in which I was seeing that being more exposed to me um, just by myself, not with other people, and um, different different times in my life. So I'd say as a teenager, I was seeing it more, and then at college, and then I started to delve into meditation um, mm-hmm. pretty early in my 20s and started making that uh or I'd say a regular practice, and then I'd get in and out of things just because life takes us in different directions. But I just found myself um, needing to delve deeper in different areas, and I became a numerologist. You know, I studied astrology. I'm not saying I'm an astrologist, please, but um, but I did study some things um, while I was living in Paris. And um, upon my return, because in my past life, as it were, I was an executive chef, and I studied at the original Cordon Bleu. So wow. uh, that creative aspect of who we are is really who we are in the divine, right? It's, exactly. It's being mm-hmm. at play every day. And as we're in that creative space, we are divinely inspired. And that's who we are innately, playing in that magical space of, um, you know, creation, like we were as children. And mm-hmm. um, 
that's kind of where I start you in the book. If, if I were to just kind of tag that into the book, but that's where we start. And um, it's really important for people to live each day in what I call a high-def life, living life in HD, and mm-hmm. it's just seeing more. Um, it, if you're aware of the way people drive in this state with blinders on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to let you know, we're, we both live in Massachusetts, so anybody in the Boston area, you'll understand. <laughs> Right, right. And I've lived all over the world, but I've never encountered anything quite like I've encountered it. Um, And that is this, it's kind of like the horse with the shielding, you know, eye patch there. I don't know what that's called. but The blindness, yes. Yes, they tend to drive that way here. So what I'm asking you to do is take off your blinders and peel that back so that you can see from the you know, furthest peripheral point of your eyes so that you're actually seeing almost at a degree beyond your eyes going backwards. So I see things in this scope that goes more than just what I'm seeing in front of me. It's looking down at the ground and it's looking up at the sky. It's to the left and to the right. But it's not just in front of me. It is beyond that. It is in the trees. It is in the sky. You know, because that's how we get impressions from spirit. Yes. And um, if people were more aware, you know, or being more in the awareness um, and seeing and trusting that and surrendering to that, they would allow so much of this in their lives, so much more to be in their life, right? Ooh, so so um, tapping into it is actually so easy. You know, it's just trusting what you're receiving, you know, and don't take no for it. <laughs> that's, that's the way. Don't take no, because if everybody said, no, I don't know, I don't know, I would just see that shuts down the conversation, as we know. It's, it's like hanging up a phone call. And really, it's just a third-party communication, and we're just translating what that might be the impression for you, because it's not necessarily what that is for us. So. Exactly. That's a really good point to make is that, yeah, the, everybody, I always, I always say our intuitive senses, there's some similarities among everybody for their intuitive senses, right? But everybody um, intuitively um, experiences the world differently, you know, in some way. We all, it, it's a unique thumbprint, basically, I feel. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, so I love the tools that you offer people to kind of start working with the way that they, they feel or experience the world intuitively. Wherever, wherever they're at, you meet them where they're at, which I love about this process that you have. Um, so when, but the question I want to say is what, um, when does, when, let's see, because I know there's a lot of people, I deal with a lot of very left-brained people, especially in the Boston area, there's a lot of science-based people, and they, they mm-hmm. know there's something there, right? And they know there's something they want to delve into. They've maybe had an unusual experience and they've kind of tapped into it a little bit, but they're still very logical brained. I know you're obviously you're coming from a very creative side, and I I do as well. Um, but what what do you find is the big other than the trust factor? What do you find is the biggest roadblock for people who are very left brained? Um, well, there there is this logic, right? So so this it's a good point, and why I named it the bridge. All right. Mm-hmm. The bridge is the left, it's the corpus callosum, and it's the left, it's what connects the left and the right side of the brain. So 
So when you get out of your thinking head and go into your creative and you step in, then you get to step out. So I, I think one of the biggest things that people need to do is just try it. You know, get, there's always going to be monkey chatter, especially with the logical ones. Uh, um, I was science-based, too. I could have easily been a doctor, but my heart shows this more creative space of who I am. I'm, you know, I'm an artist. I, I wanted to be a chef. I knew that when I was four, and um, nothing was going to deviate me from that path, um, except for when I got older, I was being forced to do more of this, and that's where I am now. Um, but wanting to teach and keep people and play through that creative process, whatever it is, whether it's through meditation or paint or cooking or it's it's this feeling, seeing, um, emotional, right? So it's about stepping away from the mind and stepping back into the heart. And we all have heart and we all have spirit. It's about it's about connecting those two pieces together. Exactly. It's it's coherence, right? Exactly. It's, yeah, it's like heart math, heart coherence. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, and 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 you and then you do weave um, through through your process, your thirty day um, process, and the, the name of the book. I've, I I know you mentioned. I want to bring it up again. The bridge, your thirty day guided journey of self discovery and fulfillment. Now you weave meditation throughout this whole book, and through the whole yeah. process. And and I know, and I think sometimes we people put too much emphasis on meditation or they may not put enough emphasis on it. Some people think it's just so simple that how can it possibly shift your life that much? And and I think both of us can say it definitely can. Um, but there's other people who overthink it and they make it more than what it is and then they never get started. So what kind of advice can you offer for both types of people? Well, as you and I both know, the power up is Singularly, I think one of the most effective ways to just sit in your power mm-hmm. is like the strongest, you know, ratio of frequency. It's like it's the fireman's pull connecting you from heaven on earth. Yeah. And when you feel grounded and supported, you can be like that balloon that's tethered and just taking off. But you'll you'll feel safe because you know you're not going to be floating away, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think what people think is that they have to dedicate a ton of time to this or that they can't quiet their minds. But it's very Pavlovian because when you sit, even if you just sit outside in nature and breathe slowly, you're meditating. You're taking in, you know, the purest form of creation right there. You know, that is truth, light, and nature all combined for like the juiciest cocktail of spirit and so if you're sitting and just breathing and taking in all of that and just allowing yourself to quiet the mind even if there is a little chatter and just kind of settle it on the breathing or focus it on the sky or the way that the you know the wind is blowing taking something out rather than just what your next scheduled appointment is or what needs to get done right? But allowing yourself the invitation of giving yourself that time for that moment. And that's all. It's it's a request to honor yourself. And I think we can give ourselves, you know, five minutes in a day to sit and breathe quietly, to set the intention, to segment and tend what our days should look like, you know, and kind of 
put the intention of what you want out there because you're worth it, right? Absolutely. So the idea is to really make yourself a priority, you know, you before everyone else because nobody else is going to do that but you, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely, and it, and it allows you to be more present for what you need to do for other people for the rest of the day as well, you know? It, uh, it, yeah. So um, part of this is presence. So I'm sure you read a lot about that in there. It's just, it's about yeah. being, it's about trusting, it's about presence. Um, so the meditations that are provided start at probably day four because you're really not listening to my voice until six. Um, but I'm asking you to sign a contract when you start this book because I'm giving you the fast path to get you what you want. Right. And I want you to make yourself that priority and decide that today you're going to make that. Now, everybody has their time for the process of their journey. But when you look at when you signed up for this and you'll see that there are other, you know, little things that got added in. And and I want to give a big shout out to Pam Grout, who wrote E Squared and E Cubed and allowed me to put two of her um, her experiments in the book. And they're really profound. I think that, you know, it just, she's so amazing. And she, you know, um, with showing people how to play in the magic, um, I think it's really important to see that there are things that you can do to actually show you how these things work. And then, so that's for the science mind. Try it. You know, this is where neuroscience comes in and all that other good stuff. And we're not going to start talking about quantum physics or any of that. Um, (laughs) Plenty of time for that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, little anecdotes about stuff in the book that you'll find, you know, entertaining, interesting, you know, um, thought provoking, but not anything that's that's too tough. Um, You know, it, it can be gauged for kids who are, you know, they're teenagers. I'd say it's probably a great book for kids coming, you know, leaving high school and going into college. Why? Because if we give them this book now, mm-hmm. what we're doing is actually allowing them to step over some of the mistakes that we make and um, and gain those pearls of wisdom, as you know, each day has a pearl, Right. Right. And um, and then they don't have to build as many necklaces as I have, right? Because what I'm doing is um, leading them across these steps so that they can guide themselves, um, I'd say, in, in making better choices, right? Exactly. And that's what I like about, about the, this book and this process that you have. And it is every, every exercise... Um, each day is very actually very simple, but it's it's a lot of depth to it as well. It, it, and it can meet at wherever you are in your life, whether it be you're just getting out of high school, just getting out of college, maybe you even just retired and your kids just left the house. You know, there's um, and wherever you are in your life, it, this book you can you can step into where you are, which I really like about this. And um, yeah. so, like like you said, it's a great it would be great to give this to high school kids because I think this would give them something somewhere to start um, with with being fully, you know, being steps towards tools to be more aware in their life about what their own narrative is. Yes, I agree. I think that, you know, some people who are, you know, get stuck. This is a reminder to get them back into their child-like self, you know, bringing back that joy guide into their life and getting back on track to really 
rediscover what their purpose is or calling that in. Because what we're doing here is we're giving you the um, awareness of how to develop that intention and make it simple enough that you can call it in in a more effective way. Yeah, that's awesome. It's I love it. It's a great step-by-step -step, um, process here. Now, I just want to, um, I want to ask you, because if this, when we were talking about you coming on and, and you mentioned, oh, I'm a soul guide too, and I'm also an energetic artist. What does, what is a soul guide? <laughs> okay, well, I'm not just, I'm not somebody who is just a psychic medium. I'm mm -hmm. a channel. I'm a, I'm an intuitive, you know, medical intuitive. I'm a healer. Um, studied, you know, Reiki to help with my son's colic. And um, that was my first step into energy healing. Um, oh, wow. Although I live. I'm sorry. Oh, how how did how did that come about? Like, how did um, what the the Reiki? Yes. Well, there was the woman I lived with in Paris told me I had healing hands, and that was the, that that made sense to me because I was a gymnast in my you know in my youth. And what haven't was, you done? What haven't you done, Holly? <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Well, have a lot there's a lot you've done too so um. <laughs> that's amazing that's, i know you're just fascinating <laughs> i'm sorry that, go ahead that is another book but um maybe i'll go into book three book two is is really more of my stories around what i have created in my life through that power of intention um but there are there are so many things. Um, but this woman told me I had healing hands. She gave, I had I used to have very bad cramps as a kid, um, and she just put her hands on a you know a tissue and told me to put it into my into the my pants. And I did that, and I could feel this tissue radiating heat for a half an hour. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. And then when I was dealing with my son's colic. You know, once I was landed, well landed into San Diego, I'd met a group of healers and, you know, I was kind of already in my meditation space. Um, this was one of those things that I needed to be more proactive about my son's care because I couldn't have people coming over in the middle of the night. And um, I decided to be the healer. And what I realized is I, I then went into trauma care um, with people with what I thought was very interesting is, is, uh, is eating disorders and addictions. And certainly that had never been my my issue because as a chef, I, I, I didn't identify with starving any time ever. <laughs> um, but um, I found that very profound, having it been an eating disorder and addiction and, um, and wanting to help other people with it, which also then led me into cancer hospice and so forth. So I was um, very lucky to be able to... Um, help people, you know, see see cancer, see if it was there, gone, where it was going, um, but being able to aid, and even in that process of passing over. Um, so there, I just think that all of, you know, all of our life experiences are certainly adding up, but, I, but what I found through all of this, even as a chef, is that what I love to do is teach people how to do things simply, right? So... Um, I would teach cooking and how to how to teach people how to cook in just a couple pans without having to have big cleanup. So you could create a gourmet meal um, because I'm not that type of person who's going to pull out ten ten pans and have somebody clean it. Not I wouldn't even do it to my dishwashers. But this is something that I have developed 
in different spaces over time, and I and I can can easily teach it. But that's how I'm always teaching, whether it's intuitive classes and getting people how to meet their guides that first day. Then maybe they've never done this kind of work, but in in a day I can get you to your guides, and the next day I show you how to play in the magic, how you can actually see how your intuition and guidance is working for you. We all have it, as you know. It is not yes. for the selected few. Exactly. So um, we just have a little bit more experience, and, you know, our eyes were opened to it earlier. So, um, or you were, or you were, you know, uh, spiritually pushed <laughs> rather than just being nudged. But, um, right. <laughs> you know, there are things in, have, in life that happen. So, like I, like I had mentioned, um, my mom's passing was certainly a conduit to that, but I never felt I never felt sad that I didn't have my mom because I always had her with me. And I, and, I, and I think what's always interesting when people will ask about a loved one who's passed on, as you know, they'll say, are they okay? Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get better than that, right? They're returning to a place of love, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But for us to be able to connect to those in spirit, uh, they are more present with us. And, and Granted, not all the time, because some people wish that they could get that reading, you know, right when they've transitioned or something. That's not always possible, as we know. It's not, you're not always going to get what you want, but you'll get what you need with the right person, right? Exactly. Um, yep. And and with with the idea of those who pass over, they're actually, what I find is funny, right, uh, for me, and is the fact that they actually are more present and available than they would be if you lived with them. Exactly. That's so true. (laughs) There's so many people who have better better relationships with with people that were closest to them um, now that those people are in spirit than they were when they were here physically, because their personality that would kind of block that connection is no longer there. That's more at the soul level, right? Absolutely. So the soul guide, as you bring up, when I do readings, it is definitely soul to soul, right? My soul is connecting to your soul. And what I do is I am just channeling that to the highest, right? Mm -hmm. So it is a soul to soul healing. It's a soul to soul communication. And it's connected to everyone you're connected to. So whatever they want to bring, Um, That's how I work. And then what I typically do is I draw a timeline for about seven months Mm -hmm. of the highlights, and I can see what's showing up in in the time frame. And, uh, you know, and then I generally record it because I, I, you know, people will say, you know, when you told me that, and I'm like, no, I actually don't because when I'm (laughs) channeling, I don't remember that. What I can't access an old file, you know, pull Mm -hmm. it from the file is what I do, but um, the recordings, you know, I send off and then I never really look at them again. They're, mm-hmm. they're just not mine to look at. Right. So when to, to go back to when your mom crossed over and you still have that connection to your mother, because there's so many people who, who I know who come to me and they say, I just wish I knew how to really connect with my loved one. What, what did that look like for you? I know you already had that, that awareness of, of the other side and you knew, you knew you could talk with her. And in the way that you could, I mean, obviously it's not talking like we're talking, but in in the spiritual way, uh, what kind of advice can you offer for someone who may want to connect with their mom 
and spirit? Uh, great question. Um, I would say that I, I feel like it's more of a telepathic or um, more of a feeling. Like for me, I am, you know, I'm clairaudient, clairsentient. I've got all those goodies. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but for me, what it would be more because that's what I tend to do is I go into meditation and when you go in, you go out. So you really want to get in um, and just and just relaxing the body and the mind and then call your loved one close to you because it's, it's in the higher consciousness that we're able to access the higher frequencies, right? So in order to pull them closer, we have to be on a different wave. And that's where you're going to do it. Exactly. It's Yep. It's um, and and for me, I, I I just call them in closely, or I can feel them coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, my mother isn't. I know. Um, one of the interesting things too is, is I know that like I'm one of these people that is Shazam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> music will show up, or I can put my finger in a book. Or like when I'm speaking with a guide and all of a sudden something just sticks out and, or I can be driving down the road and, you know, I'm hearing something and I go, that's not usually part of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. (laughs) Well, who is that message for? And, you know, I might be on my way to do a group session or something and find that very funny. You know, because all of a sudden I'm a little bit dumbfounded as I'm stepping into the house and going, well, I got some information. I'm not sure who this is for, you know, (laughs) (laughs) delivering some of this stuff. Isn't that the, yeah, the world becomes your, like your, your, your card deck. You know, you find it everywhere. You find information everywhere, right? Intuitively. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, We're we're coming up to the break. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, Holly, but we're coming up to a break and um, I just want to remind everybody who just joining us, we're, I'm talking with Holly Eden Murrow. She's an author, soul guide, psychic medium, and energetic artist, and author of The Bridge, Your 30-Day Guided Journey of Self-Discovery and Fulfillment. And we are taking your calls. If you'd like to call in, 816-251-3555. And we'll talk to you after the break. Discover the power within Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Intuitive Life. I'm I'm in the middle of chatting with Holly Eden Murrow, author, soul guide, psychic medium, and energetic artist. And she's the author of The Bridge. And we're talking about um, this this book that's a 30-day guided journey. And and Holly, it, how do people know if they're ready for this? Um, if, if you're ready to see a change in your life or you're wanting something more, I mean, we all want more. Um, this will kind of put you in the perspective of that search. 
Um, if you if you just if you're wanting to make a change or get that life lift, this is going to help. Um, the simple day by day process is so easy that kids can do it, yeah. um, and that you're guided. Um, it makes you aware of the choices you're making, and that even in your choices, good, bad, or indifferent, there's a takeaway or pearl. And you're being asked to write. That is the creative process here. And also look at gratitude, right, um, which I call gratitude. And that means just going a little deeper so that you can make it a little juicier, right, get out a little bit more descriptive, live a little bit more in HD, that high def. And, um, and if you keep adding that to your life, like the chef and me will tell you, it's it's really going to create this beautiful stew. And uh, the stew or soup is the space of unlimited potential. And uh, so keep adding ingredients in there to get what you really want out of your life. And um, it's a step-by-step guide to take you into how to do that more easily, efficiently, and uh, with purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really great. It is a really great book, and it and it is, and it looks and it you do take the people through the process very carefully and um and very simply, and people can definitely integrate this into life for for thirty days. I don't see it. It's not a huge um, undertaking, but it will make some big changes for sure. It, you know, it's a, it's a very easy read. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted you to read it like I was talking to you. And, yes, and that's exactly um, what it's like. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like talking to a friend and saying, so what's going on today? Let's look at this. Um, that's awesome. So if anybody would like to check check out the book, you can go to hollyedenmorrow.com um, or is it blue, blu-eden.com? Yes. And uh, it's also available on Amazon, but you can't get it signed by me there. You know, oh, there you go. It's worth the signature. <laughs> Go right through our website, hollyedenmorrow.com. So we do have a few callers on the line, and so I'd like to get to them. I'm sure they have questions or they'd like a reading. So let's go to um, Grace. Hello, Grace. Welcome to the Intuitive Life. Hello. Hi, Grace. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thank you for calling. Do you have a question for Holly? Yes. I want to know what she sees around my job currently, around work. Well, I'm sorry, I kind of missed the first part of it because it kind of the what you sound was related to work for me. Something related to work for you? Yeah. Well, what are you doing currently, Grace? Uh, mental health. Um, well, as, as I'm looking, if you had not even said that, I can tell that you're very intuitive and very, and, and quite a tremendous healer. Okay. Um, I do see that you're going to be, there's an opportunity for you to be shifting into something that is more related to what you're wanting in the next two months, the next two months. And I really feel like it is supported by spirit. When this when this opportunity comes up, you should really take the time to look at it um, because it's something that you could step into, and it would be it would be a really good fit. Oh, okay, yeah. I had a, I mean, I don't know what's happening right now, uh, but I uh, got something to work with children as opposed to in a 
So maybe that's what you're seeing. It's a part-time opportunity. Yes, and you would have it probably the next five months. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm really attached to my office here. Really, it's very cozy, but I mean, does I don't have to stay, you know? Um, this, uh, this it's a very challenging. The other piece is actually more centered on what you should be doing in service for yourself and for spirit, and that's why it's being presented uh, to you. This is the surrender piece because something okay. bigger is in you. Hopefully. Okay. Thank you so much. You're and, welcome. And what about the place here? Do you see anything here for me? Um, any advice or anything in the meantime? Um, to me, it feels as though um, it, 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 it just, it's easy, right? It's more of the yeah. same. And yeah, um, yeah. if that's yeah. what you want, then that's what you have. I can just oh, tell okay. you that I see the other piece is really something that they're supporting you with, okay. you know, that would be profound for you. And that's a choice you can make. See, you can take yeah. the easy road and stay where you are, but you could take yeah. this other piece, which you might find more fulfilling, that could lead you into something, oh. because I that it'll right. also take something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the end all be all over there, kind of like, but definitely a stepping stone into maybe more what what is in alignment with where I, I want to go. Work, working. I absolutely feel that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So hopefully it'll go through. I know one person is very much working towards it. I just have to hear back from somebody else to get the interview I, and stuff like that. So. Okay. Don't forget to be proactive in your own action steps. If you yeah, want I'm going to call him right now. Good. I'm going to call right. him right now. Thank Good. you so much. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck, Grace. Thank thanks. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. All right. Take care. Take Bye-bye. care. Okay. A lot of people going into different changes right now with everything, everybody coming out of COVID. Um, oh, you still there? Holly? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, you were cutting out a little bit. Um, all right. Let's go to Maureen. She's in Plymouth, Mass. Hello, Maureen. Hello, Laura. It's me. It's Maureen, a.k.a. Mo. Hi, Holly. Oh, I always hi. wanted to call into your show, Laura. Oh, hi, Mom. I'm so glad you called. <laughs> and, and Holly, I, I'm, I'm making yeah. myself a top priority now, and my question to you is, I'm in retirement as of like last week. What do you? What would you see as being a top priority as something unexpected that the spirit world wants me to know? I'm open to anyone that steps forward. Thank um, you. Actually, you have super guidance coming for you outside of just your regular family members. You have a really? higher guidance that wants to work with you. So, um, you stepping in to really honor your spiritual path is going to take you into a, into a much bigger space than you imagine. And the guide, we're talking big guidance, not, not, not just family. And I do see that you've, you've, you know, grandparents always come over for me first just because they've been tasked and their energy is so strong. And I really don't have time to do a full reading with you right now, but I can amazing energy coming for you. And I feel like um, it's kind of later in the year, 
because I kind of look at the energies about seven months ahead, but you will already start feeling this. So the attraction of this energy is as we're putting this intention into your field is already drawing you closer. Okay. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's really like, it's beautiful energy. Okay. I'll look forward to reading your book. I have 30 days, so I'm making myself a top priority. <laughs> Laura, thank Great. you. You're very welcome, Mo. I'm so glad you took the time to call in. All right. Have a wonderful um, spring, ladies. Thank you. Bye you now. Too, you too. All right. Take care. Lovely. <laughs> so, Holly, so I'm going to do a, a pivot here. Um, and this is a topic I've brought up a, with a few previous guests. And it's a, it is it is integrated into your your 30 uh, your 30 day process here as well. And okay. um, and I'm always surprised by the different um, perspectives people have on the topic of forgiveness. Like, okay. what do you define forgiveness as and what does it look like for you? Forgiveness is more for you, for me, right, than the other person because it clears the heart and allows you space to move forward. So while you offer forgiveness to those, you're clearing, you're clearing your heart space. It's clearing the clutter, right? Spring exactly. cleaning, you got to move it out. You got to move it out to open it up. And if you're holding on to, you know, just a lot of sadness, a lot of darkness, a lot of, you know, just old story, yeah. um, it's, it's, you know, allow yourself forgiveness for just having held on to it for so long that, that you had to go through that process, right? Um, so I would say it's really, it's, let's be selfish. It's about me, right? right. Forgiveness is for you, me, not the person it can be directed towards. Right, exactly. Yeah, because I know people who, who, you know, they had things happen 35 years ago. And they say, but you don't know what they did to me. And it's, but you're still living that life. You're still living that, those moments that whatever it was that happened and that may, that person may not even be a part of their life anymore. But right. It is, it, it is more for, for the person doing the forgiving. And this is the loop, right? So that's the loop you get stuck in, the old story. And as you keep repeating that energy, you're actually just adding energy to it mm -hmm. and what you know, what, what you, you know, it's like energy attracts like energy, right? So it's not just what you're thinking about. It's bringing up all that goo. And what you need to do is look at it kind of like when you're dealing with meditation, you look at it, look at the thoughts, release it, breathe, let it go. Right. But allowing your space, yourself that space to just kind of forgive um, it just unburdens the heart, yeah. and we really want to have clear heart, to have clear mind, to have clear intention. Yes, exactly. And it's and I, and I like the analogy you use because you know, you, obviously you're coming from a um, you know the the um, direction of a chef here, and you mentioned <laughs> soup. You know the you know capital S O U P, um, space of unlimited potential. So if and you obviously if you're if you're creating um, something healthy, healthy, a healthy dish, you're not going to bring all these ingredients in that aren't healthy or not fresh. And, you know, and forgiveness allows you to bring those ingredients into your life. Yeah. So, nice. So, nice. So if, you, if you think of it that way, if you're creating like, what do you want, what do you want to bring in your life or create? What dish do you want to bring into your, you know, 
to make your life for the next decade of your life. Um, what what ingredients are you going to use for that? And and to carry resentment and all those things from years ago is not going to make a fresh soup. So, yeah. yeah. Go in the stew, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I'm just so fascinated by the different ways people – that's why I wanted to ask you that because I, with some of my guests that, you know, they have different perspectives on forgiveness and what that actually means, you know. So I would like to hear yeah, and and let me just see what the chapter is on that, because certainly I'm not going to remember 30 days in their order. But um, for <laughs> uh, um, the chapter, um, I, I'm right to the meditation. That's so funny, but it's at the end. So forgiveness. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It's like 202, I think. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the wrong page. I'm right into meditation, so that's so funny. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have to be on the wrong page as I am. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's the meditation is forgiveness, but I'm trying to find it in the uh, uh, in which one it is here. All right, well. Well, that's what I love about this, too, because you have the meditations to support the work. So, so I want, you know, I wasn't going to not give people the script to the book, right? Because you can't sit and look at a meditation and expect to do meditation. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, that's 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 kind of the, you know, oh my gosh, I've got to give people the meditations because they they can't say, well, she didn't give us the meditations, right? Um, but I created the meditations, as you know, you've got the the meditations and and certainly um I didn't, I don't think I charged a whole lot of money for those, but I did spend a lot of time doing them and I'm currently putting them to music and that's, and that's certainly costing a lot for me, but, um, I want to do things right. So, uh, the next sure. step, thank you. And I mean, the, the gentleman who's doing and my friend, Brian T. Collins, he did my last CD for the chakra meditations and, and I just love his music. It just raises your frequency to such a higher level. Um, and the first time I heard uh, this song that he is translating for me is is basically I just went right out of the hemisphere and quick. So um, this is what's going to be put into my my work here um, coming up very soon, and I'll just be I'll be posting those onto the um, you know onto the website soon. Wonderful, um, excellent. Yeah, thank you, wow. thank you. So with all the, um, obviously you've done hospice work, you've done cancer care, uh, energy healing. Um, so you've been in the medical field um, and, and being a medical intuitive as, intuitive as well. Um, are you finding that the medical field is more open lately to to the the energetic part of healing? Well, you know, because I think neuroscience is certainly bringing that in, um, you know, and it is it is expanding. Look, it took a long time before we saw chiropractors and acupuncturists and naturopaths becoming more mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are opening. If we just if we just kept to the same kind of bread, we certainly wouldn't be trying all these different modalities out, right? So, it, it's really about what fits for you. Um, it, it's it's kind of like when you're getting a reading, you're going to see who who resonates with you the best to give you what you need. And you know that from the heart, right? So really, when when you're looking for, like, 
There's so much. We have the potential to self-heal. You know, our bodies are made to do all this. Um, and I realize that genetics have a lot to do with it, too, um, and environment, right? But there are other factors there that, um, you know, we can still um, use our own bodies to take care of ourselves, whether that's feeding ourselves better or working out or you, you, you see where I'm going with that. But um, but the new modalities that are out there, whether it be, uh, you know, the mainstream that's more than just doctors, and, and we need doctors for certain kinds of surgery. Um, you know, there is, I would never tell people not to seek the advice of a doctor because that's not who I am. I'd say that people yeah. should certainly get opinions. And, oh, it's a partnership and, for sure. Absolutely. Um, but yes, partnership is what's really important because like I said, you know, before it was just doctors and then it took a chiropractors became more of that kind of, they made it such a, you know, separate of, and I'm like, no, there is still the body. Right. So as we learn more and then it's now we have, you know, theta healers and family constellation and Reiki and, I mean, you name it, we have it. Um, I even have my own kind of energetic stuff. But, I mean, there's so many different things out there. It's just about what you resonate with. But oh, certainly, yeah. always, you know, certainly always check in with your doctor if you have something oh, serious absolutely. going or, yeah. um, or have any health concerns for any reason. Definitely. You know? Do you do family constellation? No, I don't, but I do have friends who do that. Yeah, that's that's been coming up a lot more lately, I've noticed. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know what family constellation is, what um, family constellation therapy, what's your description of it? Um, it's I would say it's like it's not quite the Akashics, right? It's right. I think like going back in the baskets of what's been carried through from the family. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of Akashic. You know, but it's, um, I haven't worked a lot with it, so I can't give you a lot of information. Right. I just yeah. that it's helped a lot of people. It has. I haven't experienced it myself. But I know plenty of people who are in the process of doing it, and it's, like, life-changing for them. So, right. um, yeah, it's amazing. It just, it's interesting that you mentioned it, so I just had to ask about it. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask, too, um, because, and I, I know I'm all over the place with this, but I know I've got a lot of students who are listening and a lot of mediumship students and people who are on the path um, of, of spiritual heal, you know, spiritual healers and people like that. What kind of advice can you offer people who are just starting out on, on their enfoldment of, as a medium or an intuitive? What, what kind of advice can you offer them from your own journey? Uh, um, I know, uh, it's a lot. One Allow, one trust and allow, right? Is uh, like that's one of my big things. Is you just have to trust and allow. Surrendering, you just surrender to all of it, and don't take no for an answer, because no isn't necessarily like if somebody says no, I'm I'm not sure. Most people get deer in the headlights. So, so true. <laughs> you know, so don't don't hold on to everybody's no. If I listen to every, you know, it's like one no will take away a thousand yeses. You know how that is, right? So oh, it's, yes. it's, it really shuts us down. And the fact is, is that no is like hanging up the phone on you. And if people knew how to get a proper reading, they would just be open and go, okay, I'm not going to say anything 
until I have a question, right, mm-hmm. and, or negate. And then you've got other people, you know, like if you're on platform, you've got people who are like energy vampires and just want to take over the show by, you know, jumping in there and, and grabbing a reading, right? So it's a little different. But um, for for people who are really just wanting to work, you know, spending time um, doing the meditation, the, the being in, you know, uh, sitting in your power is the easiest way for you to um, get your get your frequency built up. It creates a connect a higher connection uh, space for you, and um, and then sit and practice with friends or keep a journal to uh, like if you come up with things while you're sleeping at night or um, you hear something. Write these things down. Take a note. Take note of them, and then um, maybe you'll see that it showed up. And then you have verification. So that's just a good, you know, pat on the back for you. So so you realize that it is working for you, right? That's a really so good point. So just yeah. getting verification and affirmation, and um, it's important because especially when you're starting out, everybody has the gift. Everybody does. It's about making our, you know, this planet more conscious. And the more people we bring into the light, the higher the vibration will be. And then we can turn that tipping point to a place of love rather than, you know, self-destruct. And that's what we need to do. And so the more of us out there doing it are just bringing it to a higher level. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, just being aware of that gift alone, I think, helps a lot with that. Um, bring it, bring it into the light. Um, and that's, you know, to bring that too, I mean, I will often say to, to my students to, of mediumship that, cause I know just from my own, my own process here, my own unfoldment that, you know, it is, yes, mediumship is for helping other people. That's number one. It's always number one, but it's also, it allows us to really heal ourselves as well as we unfold. Yeah. It's a big piece of it. And if you're not doing both pieces, then it gets a little bit uneven. Like if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not working on your own, what you know is your own stuff, um, in addition to your unfoldment, it it will kind of throw you off. And so I would definitely recommend this book. I think this could actually help a lot of people when they're, if you know you're you're starting to develop as a medium, pick up Holly's book, The Bridge, because it'll start to start that process of self-awareness of where you are and why in your own process and why you're doing and to really solidify why you're doing the work as far as mediumship. That's really important. You really need to know that as you unfold. It's why are you doing it? What is your motivation? Um, and, and and get to know yourself so you understand why you're doing it. And, and like I said, Holly's book, The Bridge, will be a great place to start and the meditations as well. So again, you can go to Holly Eden. What's the best um, website? Is it hollyedenmorrow.com or? Well, so everyone can spell it. Eden is the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Uh, my name happens to Holly. You know, that's the tree. Eden and Morrow. So it it actually means healing the earth tomorrow. You know, if you really break down, because Holly is the holy in the in the old Gaelic. And then Eden is the earth naturally, and tomorrow is tomorrow. But um, you can go to hollyedenmorrow.com, or you can go to blue, B-L-U-E-D-E-N.com. 
yeah, you could go to face, you know, my Facebook and reach out. You can do just about anything, and and um, you'll if you just put my name on, it'll connect you to something. I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, and I'm sure people <laughs> will be reaching out for sessions. <laughs> because my 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 the web the internet does not identify me without my middle name. Really? Yeah. No, and I did it because I had been writing. My mother's middle name was Eden, and I've honored her every day by having her name written out. And it's the only way you can find me is wow. is with the middle name in there. It's a beautiful so. name. It really is. Holly Eden Morrow is gorgeous name. And um, it's how beautiful you have your, your mother's presence in your life the whole time with that, having your yeah. her name as yours. Awesome. <laughs> she was so, part of my catering. She didn't help me. <laughs> it was so lovely chatting with you, Holly. And um, so uh, are you doing private sessions on the phone? Yeah, uh, available by private sessions, Skype, Zoom, whatever anyone wants. Yeah, or any yeah, and then, yeah, very easy. Very yeah, easy anywhere in the world. Absolutely. Energy is energy. Excellent. Right. So we're done. We're <laughs> down to our last 15 seconds. Is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, find your joy and passion and surrender to the universe, you know, with the, with those beautiful choices, because everything is there for you is right in front of you and live your life. Great way to end. Thank you so much, Holly. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Thank Thanks, you, Laura. Have a great week, everyone. I'll see you next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Intuitive Life. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.